Welcome, people, to the most consistent FPL show on the planet, hosted by Mo Salah and Trent Alexander-Arnold. We're back. We're back, That baby. being said, yeah, <laughs> I want to do a, I don't know, I want us to do a quick run-through of last week's activities. First things first, Romelu Lukaku and Cristiano Ronaldo both grabbing braces. Can't say I'm surprised. But I can't say I am pissed off at Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for misleading me with his press conference. Because I was going to cap Ronaldo, definitely, until <laughs> I heard him saying. But that's water under the bridge. Moving on. Arsenal legend and future Arsenal manager comes back to hunt Tottenham. 3-0, Crystal Palace. Completely destroyed. Tottenham never looked like they were in the game. Never looked like they were going to get in the game. And I don't know, they're just aggressive unnecessarily. Talking about Tanganga and the likes. And finally, Mohamed Salah hits 100. King. FPL King, Egyptian King. Long may his reign continue. All right. So, yeah. yeah, that being said, how did your game week go? How did your FPL game week go? And your, who's your biggest W's, biggest L's? Oh, yeah. My, my biggest W, you already mentioned him, the most consistent FPL defender, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. He's the third best Bucks. FPL point scorer right now, averaging 8.5 points per game. Uh, he came up with 12 points, goal and assist. Once Trent's gets that assist with that clean sheet with all the things that he does on the pitch you know he's getting that yeah Yeah. so 12 points locked in he was my best scorer i had ronaldo with 13 but obviously like you said only only misled us so i didn't captain him so i couldn't give him my biggest w yeah well i have to give cristiano ronaldo my the good (laughs) i have to give him my biggest w because that's why because yeah. he yeah, he came back with a bang like everybody expected him to in typical Ronaldo fashion. And getting the getting the points and putting uh, putting the numbers on the board in fashions that may not be, I don't know, aesthetically <laughs> pleasing to some people, but important in the game that we play. A goal so, is a goal is a goal. Facts. So Cristiano Ronaldo, my biggest W of the week. Definitely. I'm, I think I'm just salty that I didn't capture him. That's why I don't want yeah. to give it to him. Um, for my biggest L, it's uh, Damile Cavalloon. Um, obviously, Benita said oh. something about having pain in his toe. But then I think after that, we saw him. We saw pictures of him in training. So everyone was like confident. So yeah. obviously, I played my wild card, which is news to whoever doesn't know that. And yeah. I brought DCL in because of the current the fixtures run. But 
ended up being not available to play and out for almost three weeks. So that's my biggest L, no doubt, zero points. And I didn't have anything good coming off the bench. So after playing my work, I expect everyone to start. And I guess we're misled by the pictures. And DCL came out with nothing for me. So he's my biggest L. Okay. My biggest L, at least your biggest L, put, uh, he, didn't, he, he got zero because he didn't, he didn't even play. He didn't make an appearance. My biggest L is none other than Mikel Antonio. Played the game and managed to get minus one. I'm so sorry for anybody that captained him. Sad, sad thing. Yeah. But still, still my biggest Still, my biggest L. Once, once you bring minus to my team, yeah, that's, you are that's definitely right. my biggest L. It's just you can't. Look, there's no taking it away from you. So yeah, Michael Antonio. Even though I know he's going to come back and make up for it, right now he has to take it. Big uh, L. Well, well, I'm not. I'm not hoping. I, obviously, I'm, I didn't pick Antonio because I went, I felt like you know. I didn't have Antonio for the first three weeks, so me bringing him in obviously was the jinx, and I think it worked out well. And so I'm, yeah. I'm not mad at it. So I think now that everyone could get off Antonio, but I don't think he comes back and gets points. Or hopefully, hopefully he doesn't. Later, <laughs> later, later in the show, you have to tell us who you are bringing in this week, so we know not to get that guy. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. not not so late. I think that's the next thing on the plate. Uh, actually, oh. all right, just uh, take so us take us away, then. you guys. I'm bringing in. Or have brought in Patrick Bamford into my team, so wow. that's who you, who you guys should avoid this week for the yeah. minors. I brought in Antonio. We also have that all helpful. But jokes aside, I think uh, Bamford the fixtures leads from now to game week ten they look fantastic. Uh, leads are yet to win a game, and I think obviously they will they will need to get off the mark and try to do something. And Bamford is like the number nine for their team and he's the one that is most likely going to get the points and he has played four games and he has returned against the lesser teams I think he didn't return against Liverpool and he didn't return against Manu he returned in the other two games a goal and assist so I think he's capable of getting something in the next uh, his next fixtures fixtures are really really good um I think he plays Newcastle, which is like the worst defensive team next. And then he just keeps getting better and better and better from there. So I think uh, he has... West Ham's not so bad, but then he has Watford, Southampton, Wolves and Norwich. Uh, I think uh, Patrick Bamford, for me, is an in. He's already in my team right now. Obviously, there's a rumor about his hamstring, but I don't think there's anything to it. We'll find out for sure today. But I think Patrick Bamford, you should not bring into your team if you don't want to get... In minus, but yeah, he's coming into mine. I hear that, and I won't be surprised because, <laughs> like, the fact that you have brought him in and the fact that we're already hearing things in the media, it's like deja vu. It's like <laughs> Calvert Lewin all over again. Like how yeah. we heard some things in the press about a dodgy pool, and yeah, <laughs> and then he ended up not coming in at all. Let's just hope that part of Bamford makes an appearance tomorrow evening. Um, against Newcastle. Okay, moving on to my own transfer in, and this could be a little bit of bias on my part, but it's Paul Pogba. Yes, I said it. <laughs> yep, I said it is Paul Pogba. And the fact that I'm saying Paul Pogba doesn't mean I'm saying okay, everybody else. I'm just saying who I am looking at bringing in. I haven't I haven't pressed the button yet, but that's what I'm looking at bringing in for. The following reasons. He is a player that has started 
on the front foot this season. And how often do we say that about Paul Pogba? I've never seen him start a season so confidently and so so energetic and so uh, optimistic about the happenings around him. He has Ronaldo on his side as well. I'm sure that gives anybody a lift, even the saddest person in the world. Um, <laughs> he also he's also playing very well. He's on form. He knows his. He, he, he knows he's um, left from his right. He's playing like someone that is, has grown completely into himself as a footballer. And he is my transfer in for this week. The, the, the fixtures for now don't look too bad for Man United. And I think that Paul Pogba will continue to thrive in these situations. And he might even add goals to his assist as well and take it from by the way he performed better than Bruno Fernandes last week because he had more bonuses than Bruno Fernandes Bruno Fernandes scored the goal but he got one bonus point while Paul Pogba got two if I'm not mistaken yeah, yeah Pogba got two uh, returns and he keeps getting his assist so I, you know he's not he keeps getting his assist that's what I'm saying yeah. so if he continues on this path I do not see why He's cheaper than Bruno as well. For those that are looking to <laughs> bring in the likes of Lukaku and balance the books, that is your way out. Get your two transfers, then downgrade Bruno to Paul Pogba, upgrade your striker, whoever it is, Bruno, um, Bamford or Antonio, to Lukaku. And you're set. Transfers yeah. in Pop, Labile, Pogba. I mean, for like game week one and two, I was telling people to avoid Pogba, but I, I, right now I, I can't say no. I can't say I can't say that anymore. So yeah, I think he's a good shout, and he's proven it week and week, week in and week out. Uh, for me, yes. uh, my uncut gem transfer in this week, uh, is someone I'm looking at, and it's all, I mean, it's all down to the fixtures for me, because I mean, you want at the end of the day, you want someone that is on the up. Something that's on the up. You don't want someone that's scored, and everyone, everyone is like, okay, this is the guy to get. You want to be the guy that gets the guy, and then he scores, and everyone's like, this is the guy to get. So you wrap up the value for me. For me, Raul Jimenez. Uh, his fixture run, obviously, Wolves have like the best fixtures uh, for the next ten game weeks or so. Obviously, he hasn't um he hasn't put anything on the board yet, but he's he's there. He has. 12 shots in the box just behind Michael Antonio and we all know what Michael Antonio is doing and it's not just his uh, scoring uh, ability he has actually 12 assists or should I say 12 chances created oh, uh, so he's never told that yeah <laughs> he's there he's there he's, he's there or thereabouts and I think uh, for me I think it's coming a goal is, is go- a goal is on the horizon and he's under 5% and for me, with the fixtures, he's Wolves' target man, and he links up well with their wingers. When I mean uh, Traoré and Shinkawa, he links up well with uh, Semedo as well, who's just bombing forward all the time. So I feel like an assist, a goal, something might come for him. He's someone should consider if you're looking for a cheaper striker than uh, the eights. So yeah, for me, Raúl Jiménez is one you should consider. Okay. Um, moving on to transfers out. My first guy is Amati uh, Lester. <laughs> I think it's time. Uh, yeah. It's over. 
Oh no, whole, it's been over yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, it's been over. And that whole period of him playing and being four point one, him starting and hopefully crossing your fingers and saying, uh, oh, you get a clean sheet this time, get a clean sheet this time. Forget about that misery. Let go. Brendan Rogers has put you out of your misery. Accept it, embrace it, move on. I'm talking to myself, by the way, because he's still in my team. <laughs> yeah. So Amate, it's time for him to get his things and move out. That's it. Oh. No long thing. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, my transfer out too is going to be no long thing, as you said. Uh, it's Dominic Cavallo, and he's injured. He's not going to play for like three weeks. And when he comes back, he comes back against. Man, you people are looking at the Norwich fixture, but he's from what they said, he's not going to be back for that. He's going to come back against my difficult fixture. So there's no yeah. point of really hanging on to him or anything. Just get him out oh, for me. either Bamford or Jimenez that I just mentioned. So it's, it's an easy out for me, DCL. And I think you save some money, don't you? Yeah, you definitely save. He's, he's at 8.2 yeah. currently. You save either 0.3 for Bamford or uh, 0.8 for uh, Jimenez. So yeah, wow. for me, uh, it's an easy, it's an easy out for me. Good business. Yeah. Yeah. Second person on the chopping block, um, Dennis. <laughs> My man, Ima, Dennis from Watford. Ima yeah. Dennis. Ima Dennis. Yeah. I, 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 he, he, he just comes across as someone that will trap a spell. Yeah. Not, not really. Okay, a trap here yeah, for, for lack of a better word, but. I'm saying that is true as well. I'm not I'm never arguing that. But I'm saying at some point in the season, he will get on a run. He, he seems like that kind of player. At some point, he's going to get on a run three, four, five games and he's going to score. Boom, boom, boom. I don't have time to wait for all that. No, nah, people are <laughs> popping left, right, center. And yeah, there's so many I'm points out there, man. So, yeah, so many points. No time to be patient. No time to wait for Dennis to pick up. and No time to lag behind because... Before you know it, you're trying to catch up, and nobody's trying to catch up. Everybody's trying to lead the <laughs> I'm pack. I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> oh yeah, but you're trying to lead the pack as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to just try. To... You're not going to. You're not going to try and catch up and just stay there catching up. Yeah. After you catch up, you're trying to move, move on. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. So my point is, Dennis, adios. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean. For the next person, I I put an asterisk next to his name because he's not one. I don't I know on him. This one just a general advice to the public. He's not someone you yeah. should force out of your team. But if you're looking for another midfielder at that point, six point something, I think Ben Rama is someone you need to uh, start considering to get out of your team. He was subbed <laughs> at the 16 minutes. Yep, there's he has Vlasic as competition. His next game is against Manu. So and they have the Europa League just starting today. So I think there's so yeah. many things that are ifs and buts around him. So I think don't force him exactly. out if you have other things in your team Press to uh other person issues. But if you're looking at him and he's the weakest link in your team, I think yeah, uh he should be someone you should consider taking out. But uh don't push him out. So I'm gonna say, but yeah, just consider it. If you're looking for if the person you're targeting is around Ben, um, ben Rama's price point. Okay. All right, what's, what's next on the agenda? I'm thinking oh, the most important, yeah, yeah, the most important part of the yes. game. Uh, your 12th man, obviously, is your your captain, is your 11th and 12th man. Uh, mm-hmm. For me, uh, 
it's it, I feel like every day I don't think sometimes it seems like this section is boring because every day we come and say the same thing, but it is what it is. Like it's the guys that are most consistent that you always want to put Keep the armband on. And, yeah, for me it's Mohamed Salah. His form at Anfield, his form generally in the Champions League, he missed the penalty but came back, still was playing well, scored. Typical. Scored a nice goal. He just he's he has scored in four out of the five games he have played this he season. He cannot be stopped. Yeah, and the only game he didn't score was he scored an imaginal offside. So, uh, Mohamed Salah, look, he just look, he looks at his best. You don't even know what his best, but he looks very good, and he's very, very dangerous at home to Crystal Palace. I think Mo Salah for me is a no-brainer, and okay. uh, I'm going to stick with him. All right, for me, huh, Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> the goat, the king. Um, he's played away, so that is just something to think about. He's playing against West Ham, a tough opponent, also something to think about. But Ronaldo doesn't really care, does he? Does he really he doesn't. care about opponents? He is fixture-proof. He's what we call in FBA community fixture-proof. So he can, I don't know, face anybody and do a madness. He can, he can go against any team in the Premier League, as far as I'm concerned, and grab at least a goal and an assist, or just the goal, or just an assist. So, yeah, if you, had, if you, in quotes, do not have, I'm being funny here and sarcastic, <laughs> by the way, do not have Salah in your team, then Ronaldo is your man. You can captain Ronaldo and um, be rest assured that you get returns. So, yes, Cristiano Ronaldo, West Ham United, away captain. Any other okay. options? I mean, if you want to go left wing, uh, you want to try something that... What do you guys think about Nicolas Pepe? <laughs> well, that's another left wing pick. I mean, not as, not as a captain. I think if you own Pepe, you keep him for the run that Arsenal has. But I don't think I would go towards him just because of how inconsistent Arsenal have been playing. Uh, for me, you keep him if you have him. And he has dropped from 7.5 to 7.2. That's a huge, huge drop. I think he'll be a consideration at some point this season. But, uh, yeah. Don't worry. Wait, wait, what do I think about Nicolas Pepe? I think he is a very good Arsenal winger. That's <laughs> all right. That's all. That's what I think about Nicolas Pepe. Okay. All right. I mean, still it's still a thought. Uh, okay, I was going to talk about my left-wing captain pick. And I think it's Ferran Torres for me. Man City have scored five plus goals in their in their last four home games and Ferran Torres looks like he nailed number nine he, sc- he scored okay it was offside but it was like a toenail offside in Champions League yesterday he, mm-hmm. he played the number nine for Man City while Kevin De Bruyne was on the pitch that's a good sign for me I think he that's his spot to lose at this point the only risk with him is like they might sub him at like 60 if they're looking for something different in the game but I think the number 9 for right now or the false 9 or whatever is nailed for Nefran Torres and with Man City's form at home scoring 5 plus every time they're at home against Southampton I think he's someone you could consider and he's someone that I could see coming up with a double digits haul but yeah that's if you obviously do not own Mosala and don't trust Cristiano Ronaldo or you just want to do something different out of advice jokes yeah man. yeah but, yeah it's on this <laughs> okay my differential captain is Trent Alexander Arnold 
it's not too differential. Like, it's not. It's not. It's not far. Yeah, no, I, was, not I was going to say that. Like, it's not. No, yeah. I don't feel most consistent. It's not crazy. There's, there's a stat before you go in. There's a stat I saw today for Liverpool's yeah. team in the last 15 games. Yeah, the two highest goal scorer, uh-huh. highest point scorers in FPL has been Salah or Trent. And guess how many wow. times Salah has been the highest point scorer? How many? Six. Trent has been nine. Yeah, oh. so for nine, Liverpool, nine for has, Trent. Been, in the last 15, he has been Liverpool's highest FPL point scorer in a game for the last nine times in this thing. So I don't exactly. It's I consider it, but I just feel like the striker is always has the highest ceiling. Higher ceiling, yes, that's the only reason why I'm just but that's why he's my differential captain because of the higher ceiling that the forwards get. But yeah, Trent Alexander Arnold. Um, you know that he's almost guaranteed a clean sheet against Crystal Palace at home. And you know that he's almost guaranteed that he will return um, attack. He will bring attacking returns, if I bite my tongue. He will bring back <laughs> attacking returns that's in the shape of an assist or a goal or something crazy like two goals or two assists or even, like, I don't know, even more crazy than that. A goal and assist and clean sheet. Exactly. <laughs> against, yes, yes, triple threat. Goal, assist, clean sheet, all for gentle Alexander Arnold. And it's not mad. It's not far fetched. Like yeah, so, he has done it no, before. No, it's not. He has done it before. So I'm saying Trent Alexander Arnold, uh, differential captain for this week. Okay. All right, that's captains wrapped up. Uh, we're going to dive straight into our, our three bonus points. And uh, for me, I'll, the first bonus points, I think I already mentioned that when I was talking about Ben Rama. I think do not force yeah. players out of your team. Uh, if someone is, isn't, isn't bad, is not you know performing high, I mean highly or something, don't. Don't basically fix fix your weakest link, yeah. Basically, yes. Pick the, the player in your team that is weakest link and take him, but don't take someone out because there's a shiny new toy, and then you have other this thing. So don't force players out of your team unless they are the they are the like weakest point of your team, and you want to get rid of them to get something better. Yes, I completely agree. And my own bonus point will be to go always, always, always go with your gut, cause. I would have gone with my guts and just captained Ronaldo last week and be smiling now with some extra yeah. points in my team. But I chose to look around, listen to speculations, <laughs> listen to press conferences, and do all yeah. that. Overthink, tinkering, yeah. Overthink. Yeah. I did tinkering, yeah. I did overthinking, and it landed me with Salah. It wasn't bad because he still scored. Still yeah, true. Clean sheet. Salah was a yeah, good captain. So it wasn't a was was just an up in that match. But yeah, don't yeah, dive into always that. an up these days. Yeah, it's yeah. always an up these days. I don't know. It's playing for the opposition. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you like I was saying, always go with your gut and be consistent with your decisions. So that's my bonus point. Oh uh, yeah. I, I, okay. And this like I I think last last season I used to say the second bonus point is always like a note to self. And this yeah. one as well is a note to self is uh be patient with uh your new wildcard team, the players you brought into your wildcard team. Since I just played my wildcard, just saying, if you bring, if you used your wildcard and the points were not fabulous or they're not fantastic, doesn't mean your wildcard was bad. 
just wait yeah. and see what those guys will uh will produce and you know just exactly. be patient with it. See what they can do in the next three weeks before you start judging and, the yeah, extent of remember, the success of your work. Remember card. that you got them for a reason. Yeah, exactly. You, 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 you saw these players and they looked attractive and you got them for a reason. So don't doubt yourself is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Like, quick example was uh, Mar- Mar- Marcel and Semedo. Like, I picked Mar- Semedo, obviously, because he's nailed on more than Marcel. Marcel scored 13, Semedo scored 6. So, you'd be like, oh, did I make the wrong decision? But I will judge that in the next three game weeks to see what's what so yeah be patient and see what it does in a few weeks okay that's that's my final bonus point that being said i think we've come to uh the end of another installment of the fpl dance podcast yeah most consistent most trustworthy. Yeah, okay quick quick <laughs> quick listen last week you you go and you introduced the thing with ronaldo and lukaku yeah, as you know, most sought after, and you ended up with braces. So, hopefully, introduce it with Trent and Salah at the end up with braces too. I hope I've not jinxed but it. Though. Fingers crossed, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> hopefully, you haven't jinxed it, but fingers crossed. We hope. All right, uh, that's it for me. Good day. Play, play, play.